Pawn Stars Do America History Channel, 8 o'clock Wednesday nights. Rick Harrison joins us. The new show. Rick, how are you? Hello, Rick. Good morning. I'm doing fabulous. Living the dream. Yeah. Well, I tell you, this is a great, great uh, concept. I love this. What are you uh, rolling around in there? Is that an old Ford Galaxy? What is that? The car. (laughs) Um. Gosh, what would we film that? I think I think it's a '66 Imperial. Oh I, gosh, I don't remember yet, but uh, um, yeah, it was. It's been a really crazy, fun, nightmarish, weird summer. Yeah, four <laughs> months on the road, only only like eight days home. So you're actually you're you're traveling. Chumley's in the back, right? Or the trunk? Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, um, like, so in April we uh, finished season 19, and uh, we're thinking we got to do something epic for season 20. And we kept on rolling around ideas, and then we finally came up with, like, let's just do a completely different show. We'll call, uh, we'll cruise around the country, and, and originally we we're going to call it the Pop Stars Road Show. And I'm like, um, you know, I just looked at those guys and thought of Beavis and Butthead. I'm like, Pop Stars do America. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's great. That is great. Man. That works. Do people bring you items, and you announce where you're going to be, or do you seek out the items? Uh, no, we have, uh, like, every city we have a venue, and, like, uh, we right. advertise, and people show up, and they line up with all their stuff, and um, it was definitely an adventure. It, it, it was fun. Some days were, like, 16 hours, though, but, like, uh, in general, I had a blast all summer long. And, you know, you've been doing this so long where you can look at an item, and you're an encyclopedia of what it's worth, but is there a certain uh, item that kind of gives you trouble? Would it be autographs, or, or what type of items is it hard for you? Well, no, I mean, like, uh, I was taught from a really, my, you know, I had a dad that was in the military, so, like, you know, I'd never be the smartest guy in the room. If you don't know, tell me. Um, so, uh, yeah, if I'm not sure, I'll call somebody up. I mean, it's, yeah. all, I mean, all the experts on the show are people I've done business with for years and years and years. So, um, you know, if they, they don't know, or if they're not available, they can give me someone else. So, um, if I'm not sure, I definitely ask, always. Hey, tell yeah, us about, a knowledge is a, you know, we're, we're I a... a little bit of, I was just going to say, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got that right. <laughs> we're, a, we're a rock station. Tell everybody about your guitar collection, because I bet you have some amazing guitars. Um, I bought and sold a ton of amazing guitars, um, you know, but uh, I have short, fat fingers, so I'll never be able to play a guitar, even though I've tried. But uh, no, I'm definitely a rock star. I mean, like, uh, so I, you know, like, Billy Gibbons is a friend of mine, so uh, he's, I actually got him on this show uh Right. Summer. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, no, uh, my coolest guitar, though, I ever bought was Mary Ford's guitar. You know who she was? No. Mary Ford. No, help us. Les Paul's wives. Um, and, uh, you know, believe it or not, Les Paul was a rock star. He sold 50 million singles. Sure. Him and his wife did. And uh, I got her guitar, um, her uh, Les Paul SG with her set list taped to the back of it. The last set list. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. And all of and and all of uh, a bunch of paperwork from Les Paul, including a letter to his manager, hold off on the deal with Gibson. I might be going with Fender. Oh man, I hear that tour in Nashville through that Fender factory is really impressive. Um, yeah, that's something I definitely like to do. Yeah. I also have a, my youngest son's left-handed plays guitar. So, um, yeah, guitars cost me a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> well, the show Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, Pawn Stars do America on the History Channel, as, and, as always. And, Rick, I want to ask you this. So, last time I was out uh, west in Vegas there with the new Cirque downtown, and 
The resorts world is now open. You may hit the lottery in a big way when MGM or Caesars come for the uh, land that that shop sits on. Because the well, strip, no, I mean, like, you know, I have my, you know what, I have my own shopping center right next to the pawn shop, pawn plaza. I got my bar and my restaurant in there. And yeah, you don't think this, you don't think the strip will eventually take over and it'll be all the way downtown? It will eventually. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing like Vegas. I mean, like I was just at the SEMA show. I mean, where else are you going to have a convention with like three million square feet of convention space? Right. Hey, Rick, tell us a little bit about the vetting process because yeah. we were discussing this yesterday. Because I'm, I'm, you know, the what I used is like someone could have a sword from George Washington and bring it to you just to get on the show with no intention to selling it. Tell everybody how the vetting process works because I'm sure you just have people coming out of the woodwork to be on TV, but yet you're trying to run a business too. Well, no, I mean, they go on my website and uh, they also, uh, the production company also has a website and they submit what they want to the show. And uh, every morning I'm going, like, done it, done it, done it, done it. But all I get is a teeny little picture and what they say it is. So um, I have, you know, sometimes I'm going, I think it's, yeah, yeah, this ain't real, this is junk. You know? And then they show up and go, damn, it's real. And then sometimes I think it's real. So all I get, literally all I get to see, it's a few weeks before I film, I'll see a little picture and a description of what they think they have. Okay. So, uh, that really is real. When they just show up in front of me, I have to figure it out. Okay, but the pawn shop itself isn't open as your former revenue. It's only open to keep the TV show alive. Your your bread is in the TV show, no, no, not no, in no, pawn. No, I get two thousand people. I get two thousand people a day at the pawn shop. Legitimate customer. Wow. So it's still producing big income. Wow. Tourist attraction in Las Vegas. Yeah, wow. Wow. Hey, do you have a, when it comes to selling items in the pawn uh, pawn shop, what's your limit of you're going to buy? Because obviously if you're going to try to resell an item, do you go 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand? I mean, what's your cap usually? Oh, I mean, there's not really. When I mean, people brought me a million dollars of the gold. I make a quick one or two percent off it. That's no problem. Yeah. Um, generally, I mean, the large antiques though and stuff like that. It's sort of like right around a hundred grand because you start the, the higher the value of the item, I mean, the, the more rarefied air. Uh, you know, you get less and less people who can afford to collect these kind of things. True. So you start getting really expensive things. You're talking a year or two to sell it. Okay, but then again, there's sometimes on my show where some you know, if it's a hugely expensive item, you know what? I'm gonna like oh, hold on a second here. Um, I'm gonna get some buyers lined up just in case. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like you know. Uh, there's been things I've bought for, you know, I bought a bank, say, a couple of years ago for almost a million dollars. Wasn't going to buy that unless I had a buyer lined up and ready to go. Yeah, Hey, hey yeah, tell us what makes this, sense. this season on the show, what are some of the things you can throw at us that we're going to see? Oh, um, it just goes on and on. I mean, everything from Chihuly Glass to, um, I'm just kidding. There was so Chihuly much Glass. Yeah, it came out of the lobby down at the Wynn. How <laughs> <laughs> they, they got all well, that uh, holy glass? Yeah, um, yeah, officers' commission signed by Abraham Lincoln. Wow, um, uh, old cars galore. Just um, it just goes on and on and on. Just I mean, it, you see my show. Every single thing is uh, like, I mean, yeah. you see the show. I mean, we have, like you go from item to item to item, and they're all completely out of the ballpark. Yeah, why, hey, Rick, is, is there any money in vinyl records? Do you ever, have, what is the highest you've paid? Because we talk vinyl all the time on this show, and it just seems like now, a lot of re-releases, of course, but original vinyl, you ever buy that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I got... Beatles, uh, Elvis? 
Well, no, yeah, I got uh, like ten grand like two years ago out of a, a, a Beatles butcher cover. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the holy grail there, I believe. Um, yeah, that's uh, and you can get, even get a couple thousand bucks for the paste over because, like, you know, they they had to pull the record because it was considered offensive, which would wouldn't be offensive at all nowadays. But uh, so they put a they put a big um, they just pasted a cover over with, with a different cover right. over. So if you have the paste over, the paste over is worth a ton of money. Wow. Ah. Well, we're going to be watching Pawn Stars Do America Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, History Channel. Rick, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh.